Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. We're in John chapter three, perhaps the most famous chapter in the New Testament. I, I think, you know, arguably it is the most famous chapter in the New Testament because of John 3.16. We're going to look at that a little bit today. And maybe the most famous chapter in all the Bible. I mean, you would have to throw maybe the 23rd Psalm in there. Psalm 119, Isaiah 53. So there's some others that might vie for most important, or at least most popular. They're all equally as important because they're God's word. But John 3 is certainly known. So Jesus um, has been talking. Nicodemus, a Pharisee, came to Jesus by night. and They're having a conversation. And Jesus has said to him, look, you got to be born again. Said, you have to be born of the flesh and you have to be born of the spirit. Two things have to happen. You have to be here. (laughs) Hello, right? You got to be here. But then the second thing is your spirit has to be resurrected. It has to be born again. It's been born once, but it has to be born again because it died because of sin. So in verse nine, we pick up and the Bible says this. Now, Nicodemus said to him, now, Lord, how can these things be? Jesus answered and said, now, are you not a teacher in Israel? And yet you do not understand these things. Jesus is saying, look, you should know better. It is possible to have a lot of religion and miss Jesus in the process. It's possible to be an expert in the Bible and miss Jesus in the process. You know, somebody might be listening right now. Maybe you're one of those people who are in a Bible study every single semester, whatever series you're a part of, or every single week or every single month or whatever. And you're there all the time. You're in this Bible study all the time and all the time and all the time. And you've got a head filled with knowledge, but your heart is still darkened and blackened because of sin and separation from God. Now you can answer all the Jeopardy questions. (laughs) I mean, right? I mean, if there's a God category on Jeopardy or a Bible category, man, you got it. But you don't know Jesus. This was Nicodemus. Nicodemus knew the scriptures inside and out, front and back, the Old Testament, and all the writings of of the Pharisees prior to him, right? And the teachers and the rabbis prior to him. He understood all of that. But when Jesus showed up preaching and teaching the absolute pure truth of God, he couldn't recognize it. The facts got in way, got into the way of the truth. So I wonder if that's you right now. Can you list out facts about the book of John? Probably more so than me, maybe more so than anyone. But yet, when you lie down at night, you think about Jesus the subject or the Bible, the textbook, rather than Jesus, lover of your soul. God, your heavenly father, who has done everything possible to open the door for a relationship between you and him. See, this is where Nicodemus found himself. So Jesus just outs him and says, hey, look, how is it that you don't understand this stuff? Then he goes on in verse 11. Now, truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness of what we have seen. But you, you do not receive our testimony. Jesus is saying, look, me and my followers speak of what is absolutely true and you don't believe us. Then he goes and says, now I have told you earthly things. He talked about the wind. He talked about being born of the flesh. He talked about that just prior to this point. He said, now I've told you of earthly things and you do not believe me. So how can you believe me if I tell you of heavenly things? He's saying, look, you're not even following the analogy. You're not even following the examples. You're not even following that. So, so how, can, how can you even get it? So then he goes on and he brings up a situation that was prominent in Judaism that he absolutely would know everything about. And so Jesus brings it up to try to jar his memory, to try to pull him along in the area of belief. So he says this, now no one's ascends into heaven, except he who's descended from the heaven. And that's the son of man. In other words, Jesus said, the only one who's ever been to heaven and back and goes back is me. I'm the only one who's seen both. 
I'm the son of man. Then he goes on and he says this, validating, he uses this illustration to validate his messiahship and that he is the one who will redeem people of their sin. He is the one you have to look to to be saved. He uses this example right here to do it. And here's what he says. Now, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. If you remember, there was a plague coming down on the people of God. There were serpents all in the land. They were going to get bit. They were going to die. It was a horrible time. So Moses gets this stick, puts a crossbeam on it, and he puts up this uh, image, right, of, of a serpent. He lifts it up. And if you looked on that and believed that God would, would protect you, you were saved from the plague. You were saved from the plight. Your life was saved. Now, Nicodemus would have known this. He would have known this story like the back of his hand. And so then Jesus follows up with this. Now that whoever believes in him, many will have eternal life. He said, the son of man must also be lifted up. Just like Moses lifted up the serpent. Just like people looked to the serpent and believed. You have to look to the son of man and believe. I am going to be lifted up. You have to look to me if you're going to have eternal life. Man, I pray you have eternal life today. I pray that your life Your spiritual journey is more than religious knowledge. I pray that it's a real loving relationship with a God who cares, with a God who can, and a God who has come to you to open that door for that relationship. Hey, we're going to get to verse 16 next episode. Sorry about that. We ran out of time, but I just want to tell you God loves you. God bless you. Let me pray for you. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your word because it is true and it tells us how to have a relationship with you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, thanks so much for being with us. We'll talk again right here next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.